Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Door, a self-improvement podcast that takes you into the world of two college roommates and the lens in which they view achieving and maximizing a fulfilling life. I'm Sori Vistran, joined by my co-host, Alex Kwan. Today on the episode, we talk about what it means to be living in the present. It's such a great conversation, guys, and we hope you really enjoy it. So let's get right into the episode of Open Door. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Open Dorm, life through the lenses of two college roommates. I'm Sori Vistrand, joined by my wonderful co-host, Alex Kwan. Today, we have a an amazing episode for you guys. We're going to be talking about what it means to live in the present, live in the moment. Um, and I think we a lot, both of us have personal stories about how we struggled with this, because I think we've both done that to a fault. And practices that we take to better live in the moment so alex do you have any opening thoughts about that yeah thanks for the warm introduction you're welcome you're welcome bud probably the best thing i've heard all day (laughs) (laughs) um living in the moment uh that is probably one of if not the biggest struggle that i've always had in my life and still continue to struggle with this day even though you know i've taken a lot of measures to to start living more in the present and just and instead of just existing, but living in the present. And yeah, it's, it's just a, a thing that I feel a lot of people go through, especially in the start of college and starting off their lives on their own is not worrying so much about the future. Um, mm-hmm. I know for me, I'm a crazy overthinker and I like to look ahead a lot in my life. So every decision that I make in the present, I'm always looking at all the ramifications and the different outcomes that happen that that will be caused by the decisions I make. And that causes me not to appreciate the things going on around me. You know, I in doing that, it, I've missed out on a lot of, you know, cool experiences, um, people that I might be able to meet just because I'm too caught up in what lies ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And I... I definitely agree. I think I can personally for me and probably for you too, I can trace this back to the Enneagram, which might hit home for people that know a lot about the Enneagram. So for me, I'm a, I'm a seven with a wing eight, but for sevens personally, they are very, very future oriented, um, which means, you know, I look towards the future a lot and I've definitely done that to a fault to an unhealthy level. And a lot of the times I do that, I look to the future, maybe, maybe it's one week, maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's a year, five years, 10 years. Uh, I, I feel like I need everything planned out. I, I, mm-hmm. I even plan out my days. Like the night before I'll, I'll plan out every hour, what I'm going to be doing every hour, because I want to make sure I have, I'm just jam packed with activities. Um, so with that, I think comes living in the future because I'm always looking towards the next thing, you know, I'll plan out my next day. But then when that next day comes, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the next day. Um, and I think a lot of that has come with seasons of, you know, maybe growing pains. And what I mean by that is seasons where I feel like I'm not getting a lot out of my current situation, um, but I'm learning things maybe the hard way. And I'll learn and I'll figure out that I've learned things the hard way, way after I'm, you know, done past that season. And I think when those difficult times come in my life, maybe yours too. I think we just want to escape what is going on in the present by looking towards the future. Um, but I think what I've learned is that that living in those 
living through those difficult moments and those hard seasons in our life can really produce the most fruit as in learning lessons. So I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Yeah, definitely not overlooking, you know, and being grateful for the trials that you're going through. Mm -hmm. That's the really only way to grow from them. If you're just constantly running away and looking towards the future as a solace of some sorts, then you're going to miss out on an opportunity to, to grow so you can better shape your future. Um, I, I have an issue with like controlling everything and wanting to know what's going to happen next always. And yeah, just so an instance in my life where I definitely was not in the moment and too controlling and worrying too much about, you know, what's happening next is, uh, you, you were there, my, this last spring break um, Mm. of last semester where we all went out on this crazy long road trip where we were from school to Charlotte to Atlanta and then to Florida. Fort Lauderdale and then to and then the Keys. The Keys, which is the one of the most southern point tips of Florida. Exactly. So big mountain in Lynchburg, elevation high, and then all the way down to Florida. the Keys, which is pretty pretty crazy. And all yeah. of this in the span of a week. Um and just had crazy crazy memories and everything but that entire process during that time i was going through a really ugly and bad breakup and emphasis on ugly yeah honestly so i just remember the entire trip i was so down because i was so worried about what was going to happen between the girl I was with at the time and what, what, what the future was holding for us rather than enjoying the crazy things and the awesome fun that we did on the trip. Like Mm -hmm. I was, there was a day where I was legitimately considering buying plane tickets for the next day to go back home and to try and try and work this thing out. And the plane tickets were like 300, $500, something, something ridiculous. I think you said it would have been 600 to go up. And then back to Charlotte, I think it was. Back to li- back to Liberty. Or actually, no, probably... Back to Charlotte. Yeah. And we would have taken you back. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it was just not good at the time. And I I was so caught up in, in what was going to happen after the trip with the relationship I was in. And I, I totally missed out on... I mean, I had fun, but... Mm-hmm. I missed out on a lot and yeah. I missed out on the experiences of getting to grow with people and getting to have a good time because I was so caught up in something that I really couldn't control. If, you know, I won't, I will spare you guys most of the details, but I had already broken up with her before the trip happened, but we were going through a process of like, I wanted to stay friends and we couldn't do that. And that's another part of me trying to be controlling was I wanted to control the way that our friendship was going to happen and how that was going to end and the healing process. And you can never control any of those things, especially when it comes to a significant other um, and breakups in general. It's like you have to let the person heal the way they need to and you have to let yourself heal the way you need to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I, I wasn't really, I was way too caught up in preserving something that was potentially not good for me but i had planned so far in the future with this relationship that i didn't want to yeah heal the right way and i and that that cost me 
to to lose out on possibly some great yeah. great memories at least from the outside looking in as your friend that was with you the entire week and there was like days where you were you were just locked off like shut up shut down you just and i think that just taught me how you deal with grief differently than me because if that was me i would have wanted to stimulate myself but you're more of a person where you want to think about it like you said you're an overthinker not that it's bad to like deal with grief in a way that where you're you know in solitude but yeah you were pretty miserable (laughs) and everyone noticed and we all just wanted to and by the end of the trip you got a lot better yeah i think you said you called your mom i did and and moms fix everything moms always fix everything and yeah it was just it was difficult to see and i i could definitely like that's a good time where you say because we did fun things every every day on that trip uh when we weren't driving of course but um and and i wanted you as your friend to be able to experience that so yeah it was definitely frustrating for me to see you go through that but (laughs) it's good to see now that you've realized that and you've grown from it a lot and i've seen that you you grow yeah and that's growing back to Unfortunately, I had, I had to take time and look at things in retrospect, but it goes back to appreciating, you know, those those struggles during the moment that you try and run away from because um, there's so much value to be taught. Like, I wish I had realized how weak I had I had looked and felt um, not just to myself. I'm not just to others, but also to myself, too. Like, you have to hold yourself to a high standard, and mm-hmm. that's not the standard that I should have been holding myself to. And... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I had to, you know, to miss out on some things, mm-hmm. but it's just a part, you know. Right, and that's what we're saying. Like sometimes going through those, you know, where you learn, you know, lessons are learned, it helps you in the future. And I think that's something you've taken out of this, and that's good. And like for me personally, I there were times where like I would go into something knowing that I was gonna have the time of my life, like I was gonna have the best week of my life this week. I just knew it. Um, and because of that, it would be, I would be so worried and sad about it ending that I would be afraid to have a ton of fun. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I knew I was like, dang, every day I would count down like five days left four four days left, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And it would haunt me to the point where I, that's all I could think about. And you detach yourself from the, the fun that you thought you were going to have. Yeah. Because I don't want to have that that feeling of it being over, which is kind of crazy to think about. Well, it's hard saying goodbye to things. Yeah. And I trust me, I've had to go through things where I've had to not get good at goodbyes, you know, shout out Sam Smith, but (laughs) I've had things happen in my life, like moving, especially that, you know, taught me to appreciate being in the present more. So like when I left, when I was like the last couple of weeks before I moved from Maryland to South Carolina and like backstory with that, I had lived in Maryland from age two to 17 at that point. So that was my entire life. You know, I didn't remember anything before Maryland. So me going into senior year of high school, which was nerve wracking, having to leave all the friends I knew, like lifelong friends and just go to a new school. And I moved like three days before school even started. So I didn't move like in June and then get accustomed to living in this new area. I worked that whole summer and then, you know, moved three days before school started. So um, all that to say, those last couple of weeks, I made it, sh- I made it um, a choice and like uh, 
habitual thing to live in the moment to, to like the last night we did it. We did activities that entire night. Like we jumped in the a pond, which yeah. is sick. And we like, it was the time of my life. And obviously the next day I, you know, the next morning when I had to leave, I was miserable, but I was thankful that I had like one of the best nights of my life the day before. And something that I've started practicing because it got to a point last year where I was doing it so poorly, like living in the moment, um, just not doing it at all. I could, every facet of my life, I was just thinking about what's next and how to get to what's next and obstacles that have gotten in the way of that and being frustrated about that. Um, I went on Google and looked about like, what does it mean to live in the moment? What does it mean to live in the present? <clears throat> and there's this thing I saw that you could practice that you go through when you know you're in, when you're having a great time and you're doing something, even maybe when you're having a bad time, you go through each sense. So, you know, touch, smell, even taste, mm-hmm. um, what you're hearing, what you're seeing. You stop in the moment and you go through all those five senses. And I think it helps you appreciate it a little bit more. So flash back to a couple weeks ago when I was at my friend's wedding, which I had went back to Maryland for I was a groomsman in this wedding. I knew that it was probably going to be one of the better weekends of my life. I did that so many times at the wedding, standing up there at the altar with my, with my friend and, and all our grooms and all the bridesmaids and his wife, future wife at the time. I went through those five senses. I looked around, I saw the people there, you know, I listened to what was going on, all this, and it helps me appreciate it a lot more. And then even that night, like driving back, like windows were open and we were you know, blasting like Post Malone. No, we're not blasting Post Malone. I can Thank guarantee goodness. you that. That is not living in the moment. That is certainly not living in the moment. Um, it's definitely spoiled my night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, candy paint. Um, anywho, uh, but I went through those five senses and there's a, a lot to doing that in practice has not only like it's something practical you can do. And I'm someone that loves how practicality, like doing practical things that can help me, not just saying, oh, I'm going to get better at this, but actually putting something into practice. Yeah. Um, but by doing that, I, I've i gone. it's helped my mindset about it. And I think I've gotten a lot better about living in the present um, and not worrying about the future. You know, there's plenty of Bible verses that are, you know, yeah. I think there's one in Isaiah 40 that talks about not worrying about the future. Um, there's a lot more, but I would recommend for people that, struggle with living in the moment and look towards the future to, to practice that five senses thing is really a good way to appreciate what God has put in front of you. And it's, it's always, it's always just helps me appreciate. It. And like a couple times I've been like, yeah. dang, I can burst into tears right now. Uh, Cause it's, Cause it's so beautiful. How, yeah. You see how, how far, you know, you've been able to come from certain situations mm-hmm. and yeah, that that's, that's an awesome, you know, practical way of, of, uh, you know, moving forward and whatnot. So I know for a lot, a lot of times for me recently, especially, um, is just knowing that reminding myself about all the times that I tried to steer the wheel, Mm -hmm. you know, like the, the hypothetical car of my life and I would be steering the wheel and I'd be crashing and burning (laughs) at every single turn, but I would constantly persistently try and do things myself and and find the destination that I was looking for and I could never get there and just recently I've just been like you know what god I'm so tired of driving the wheel mm. I don't 
I don't even need to know my destination at this point. I just want to feel like I don't like, I just don't want to crash and burn anymore. Mm -hmm. And once I kind of realized that I was like, just sounds corny, but Jesus take the wheel. And you know, I, I let him invade in that aspect of my life. And I've, I've every single day I've seen the impact of that Mm -hmm. because you know, if you're like me and controlling, looking towards the future and always worried about the destination is it just gets so tiring and so exhausting. And that's because you can't predict it. Exactly. You know, you can't control things. See there, there are two things you can control is, you know, yourself and your attitude on things you can control. Like, like you can't control what other people do. You can't control the curveballs that life th- throws at you. You can yeah. only control yourself, your emotions, and how you react to those things. And for me, I was so focused on on being right for the future that I wouldn't make sure I was doing right in the present and mm-hmm. and driving the and steering that car, staying in my lane, and like doing the right things. And set. so with that, I like I said, like I crashed and I burned so many times and. That just made me realize, you know what, the wheel's not mine to drive. I need to sit back and, you know, you know, when you're in a car, it's different when you're driving and when you're a passenger. Yeah. Um, on that spring break trip, uh, we were driving together and it was an amazing sunset. Oh my gosh. And it awesome. looked, yeah, it looked great for you. I, like, I'm honestly, it looked amazing for you because you got to drive in it, but there was something different to me as a passenger next to you in the passenger seat where I really got to, because you had to focus on driving, obviously. Right. But you I had just to, take it in. Yeah, I could take it all in. And that is like a, like that comparing, um, comparing that to life is like when you let God take the wheel and you're just the passenger, you get, you get to see all of the things mm. that are outside that that's window. A word. And I think that's what I've been feeling in this recent season of my life is like, dang, is this what I've been missing out on since I've been trying to do everything on my own and not being in the moment? Like, is this what, being in the moment is like, mm-hmm. and that is, and that comes with its hardships too, because like I said, like people will do things to you and life will throw you curveballs, mm-hmm. and you're still gonna, you know, get affected by it. But it's just, it's a different way of dealing with it when you actually are in the present yeah, and realizing how, how it's all affecting you. Yeah. Well, quick side note, personally, I just want to ex- make sure you know how much I I see a lot of growth just in this talk with you. And I mean, I've known you even less than a year, but just you saying that and your mindset on that has shown me that you've grown a lot. So just want a quick (laughs) shout out to my boy because I see a lot of personal growth in him and I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. Now the whole world knows. Like you've come a long way, dude. Um, I appreciate that. But as you were saying, um, like your attitude on things, I think that's, something so important in life. I think we touched that about that on our last episode about college, like going in with, you know, positivity. I think, you know, we talk about our weaknesses a lot, but I think we should also talk about our strengths. Yeah. For me, I think one of my strengths is I'm an optimist. Oh, um, for sure. I'm like, I would recommend, actually there's a test you could take about five strengths test. Mm-hmm. And one of mine was actually my number one was optimist. And I think, that, that is a blessing in and of itself because, you know, I didn't train myself to be an optimist. That's something that God gave to me. Yeah. And while, you know, I think coming, being an optimist sometimes help you look towards the future because you want to see how this could help you in the future, you know. Um, but I think it also, it also helps you see the silver lining in a lot of things, you know. 
And I think your attitude sometimes helps you in the moment. So trying to be optimistic about it, even if it's bad, could help you be more appreciative of it. And your and your analogy with the car is just fantastic, dude. Um, but it's true. Like I love what you said. God, when God is driving the wheel, you know, the theoretical car that you're in, that is life. You get to appreciate what's in front of you more. And I think that's so. That that's just awesome, yeah. man. And I'd be curious if you had any personal stories about that. If you can think of any off the top of your head where you felt like you let go and let God take the wheel, and you were able to appreciate what's in front of you. Um, man, that awesome. Thank you for, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I've, I mean, I've seen tremendous growth in you and oh, we can get man. more into that into another, I have another episode idea for that. And see, this is, this proves, this is just a conversation guys. Like exactly. this is, this, it's this therapeutic. Is, it really yeah, is. This for is us. for, this is really a lot for us and, and for you guys. Too. And we can't wait to have guests on here where the, they can also share stories and stuff that will be coming. You know, we just wanted to build a nice yeah, foundation exactly. first, but um, you can keep going. Yeah. But yeah, to answer the question, um, what was the question? <laughs> um, the question, well, I was just asking oh, if you have any stories where you felt I like you let you. go and then you were able to appreciate, like maybe you didn't even see something before that you were like, whoa, like this is awesome. Like what's in front of me right now is amazing. And you didn't feel like you could see it before because you're so, worried about controlling it or you know seeing what's in the future ahead i got you um well it's it's kind of like an it's like recently it's been an everyday thing almost where i do have to take that step back and mm-hmm. and realize it because it's it's hard it's, it's hard it's easy to fall back into those tendencies of wanting to control and um i know there have been some pretty tough things recently that uh i just can't control and mm-hmm. Um, and I think the important thing too, is to acknowledge when you like the bad feelings you do mm-hmm. have towards things and instead of using, cause people acknowledge it and they dwell in it, but instead of using, instead of dwelling in it, use it to catapult you to growth. Mm-hmm. And I know just recently, um, yeah, I was, I'll, I'll spare the details again, but I, I went through something pretty hard and I, I fell back into that tendency of just dwelling in my bad feelings. And I think this proves it speaks a word about optimism and have the importance of it because while I was down in the dumps, I had, had you, you know, and always find someone that will tell you, get back up, you know, and get back up, keep moving and keep going. Uh, cause that's what Sora has done for me recently where, uh, I was just, you know, wallowing and being all self-pity and, and he was like, you're not going to act like this, get up and we're going to, we're going to go and we went through and, shopping. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go and be in the present and live in the moment and eat Shake Shack and just amazing. not even a real plan. Just do, just do something. And it, that helped, like it's for how I deal with grief is a lot different than Sawyer does what you do. Like, yeah you occupy yourself. I like to get myself as sad as I possibly can. So then I don't have to have a prolonged uh, season of that feeling, mm. like get over it, be as sad as you can and get over it quickly. So you don't dwell in it. Yeah. And, uh, but you need those people in your life to, to tell you and to be optimistic and say, Hey, you're doing fine. You just got to keep moving. And, and that's a really important thing about, 
being in the moment, taking things day by day is mm-hmm. that's that's the thing is taking things day by day. Obviously, you need to find the balance of of knowing and being wise about the decisions you make because they impact. They have a tremendous impact on what goes for the future. But there's a balance between obsessing and observing. You know, mm-hmm. you need to be observant of and wise of the things that you do so you can have a good future, but you can't obsess over every single little thing because it goes back. Like you can't control it all. Yeah. And that's why you need to know you take things day by day and know that like there is an outcome. But if, if you're not being the best person you can be during those moments, then the outcome isn't going to happen the way you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just thought of a pretty good analogy about you know what relinquishing control so i think a lot of people myself included you know will mark their life as like hills and valleys you know mm-hmm. you will go through ups we'll go through downs the roller coaster and yeah. i yeah exactly and sometimes the ups are it's hard it feels like a down you know sometimes going up that hill feels like a valley if you know what i mean oh yeah exactly it's because it's so hard wow. and i just i just realized that like and this is this is you know analogy for for you guys as well as me when you get to that top of the hill and you finally realize it's like it's not a valley i think let's say you're at the top of a hill somewhere that's when you look out and you see you know how far you've come and and so let's say you're driving a car you're going up this hill you get to the top of the hill and then you look out and there's like this beautiful sunset and and i think that's a posture that we could take on life is that sometimes when going up the hills feel like going down the valleys but it, when you're constantly living in the present you'll be able to recognize when you're when you're at the top when you're you know past that struggle when you're able to see how far you've come that's yeah, when that's super important exactly and then you can look out and be like wow god has truly just brought me through an insane struggle that felt like a valley but it is truly just a hill that he's working me up you know growing me in that nice dude that's so true it's it's so important to to look back and and see mm-hmm. that he's taking you to to like the 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 point where you can look back and say dang you brought me out of this you know mm-hmm. that's that's really cool yeah and I've I think that looks like a lot of things so for instance like journaling I'm not the biggest journaler only because after about three minutes my hand hurts and I'm just like <laughs> screw this but Relatable. It, it could be like. I think a lot, a way I process a lot of things is because I don't like thinking about negative feelings and going through negative feelings. You know, part of being an optimist is that I don't want to think about those negative feelings. Um, but when I finally do and I talk to people about them, as I'm talking, I'm like learning about it, you know? So I, if that makes sense to you, I think it might resonate with some people that. When you're talking about an event you went through, you start saying things you're like, wait, I didn't even realize I had yeah. thought that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a, re- a great way to, you know, look back. And now we're talking about looking back. We're talking about living in the moment. Now, we're, <laughs> But part of living in the moment is looking back yeah. and looking how far you've come. Because I think looking in the future, that's not going to do anything for you other than maybe get you excited about the possibility of something that isn't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, you can't predict the future like you were saying before. But going back to when you look at the past... Um, I lost my train of thought. When you look in the past, um, you truly just appreciate yeah. the present that you that live. That brings up a really good point. And 
uh, that about living in the past too. Cause I know, uh, I, I do struggle with that as well because yeah. of, you know, everyone struggles with it. Right. There are good your, ways to live in the past. Your past decisions and, and your mistakes and everything. And mm-hmm. it's, it's always the easier thing to dwell on them and, and to be scared. I know so many people, including myself sometimes are scared to, to take risks and scared to do things that people may think are unwise because of, you know, past decisions that they made and past hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't let that, obviously, you know, that the whole message of don't let it define you. And you should, the way I see the past is you need, you need it to look as a, at a ref, as a reference point mm-hmm. instead of living in it. Yeah. Um, because you, those are like, you can't, just like you can't control the future, you can't erase the past mistakes you made. Right. So there's no point in dwelling in them, but looking at them in a way to be like, okay, this is the progress I've made. Right. And this is what I, yeah, this is just the progress I made and this is how I'm going to move forward um, in my life on a day-by-day basis so the future can be better. Better. It's that whole balance of reference the past, live in the moment, and look forward to the future mm-hmm. instead of controlling the future. Yeah, no, that's good. And uh, something I've tried to live by, I heard this, um, or I thought about this last summer, was that when you regret something, you are degrading the way that God had you, you know, you're degrading the plan that God had up for your life. Mm-hmm. People, you will always, always make mistakes. There's plenty of mistakes where I was like, why, why did I do that? Yeah. Um, and I think about that every day, but when, when I regret something like that, I try not to live with regret because God had that happen to me. You know, God, I made that mistake for, for whatever reason. And now it's about using what that mistake was exactly. to, to live uh, in a new and healthy way. You know, I try not to regret because I don't want to be like, I wish that didn't happen to me. God, I wish that season in my life didn't happen. Yeah. If that makes sense. That goes back to neglecting to look at struggles as growing experiences. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like failure isn't the end of the line. It's, it's just a, another opportunity to grow. Like we need failure. Mm-hmm. You need to like people that are with grades, you need to, to know, like if you're super good with school, so, it, so like it comes naturally to you, you don't really get to know that, you know, that work ethic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need to get that failing grade to realize, okay, this is where I need to work on. And same thing with sports. You know, if you lose a game, um, some people get really like wrapped up in, and, uh, Yeah, the loss that they can't grow from it. Like for the sports heads out there, Carmelo Anthony, um, Chauncey Billups just said something like super interesting about him that he got so wrapped up in scoring 30 points a game that even if they won and he didn't score 30, he'd be upset. And the reason why Melo isn't a championship contender anymore that no one really wants him on the team is because he doesn't realize that he's not not the main guy anymore. And Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need to look at ourselves like that too. Like we're not going to be doing all the big and crazy things that we think we are. But if we know our role and do well in our role, then that's what's going to catapult us to somewhere mm-hmm. else. Like, and Carmelo, like he doesn't know his role right now. And that's mm-hmm. why he's not on any team. That's why he's shooting in practice gyms in a hoodie. <laughs> and <laughs> people are like, dang, he's gassing him up. But you know, Carmelo ain't doing yeah. nothing. He, ain't, he isn't doing anything in the league. <laughs> um, but you're, you're completely right. It's, 
about realizing where you are in the present, realizing how much you've grown from the past and using that to not set expectations for the future. You know, you can be excited about the future, but living um, in a way that you exactly. know, is ex- makes getting to the future exciting because exactly. like, there's so many possibilities. Like look at where you were a year ago mm-hmm. and look where you are now and think about where you can be in another year, but don't outline it. You know, don't, yeah. cause then you put unrealistic expectations. That's, right? Yeah. That's exactly the thing is ex- those expectations. Mm-hmm. You put pressure on yourself. Yeah. So that's the whole, you know, find the balance, be in the moment, be bold and just know that, you know, day by day, you're going to have challenges and you need to grow from them, but you need to appreciate them. And mm-hmm. when you do that, you can appreciate the good things around you, you know, mm-hmm. like with us, you know, we've gotten, we've grown a lot and we've gotten into those bad states, but we see the great things that are happening around us. And we're just like, we want to be a part of that, mm-hmm. you know, like I've seen you go through tough times and you have seen me go tough times. Yeah. And where we are now is light years ahead of where we were. Exactly. And that's something to appreciate. Exactly. So find that growth in you, you mm-hmm. know, give us like, seriously, give yourself a pat on the back. Like yeah, you, you made it, man. you made it through tough moments. You're going to continue to have tough moments, but when, when you're living in the present, you get to know like what you're really made of mm-hmm. and, and all the things that you can do and the opportunity. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that just wraps it up and awesome. we're very happy that you guys uh, and blessed that you listened to this episode of open dorm. I think this was one of our more therapeutic, more helpful ones for this audience. I think it was a great episode um, for both of us just sitting here talking about, you know, experiences we had. We hope you guys enjoyed this. We will be back next week. Please tune in, please subscribe. We Please review. We really appreciate it. It helps yeah. us out a lot. You know, you're not, you're not, a, you don't have to, but you can. But if you're listening, you might as well just do it. If you listen in at some point, you're like, you know what? That's kind of good. You should probably subscribe. <laughs> Honestly, it really does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is our relationship with you guys. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait for features. So. Yeah, this is, this is an open dorm. This is our life in a dorm opened up to you guys so we really hope that um, you enjoyed this episode hope you'll be back next week we'll see you guys then this is sort of v and alex Juan. peace out baby later what it do baby we really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this next episode of open dorm and if you did A review and a subscription goes a long way in helping and supporting this podcast. But until next time, we'll see you guys on Open Dorm.